my name is Oluwatimishi Sarah Fashifet, aka Sarah, and I'm here with. Hello, everyone. My name is Bella Mili Betka, also known as Belle. And this is Diverse Culture. Diverse Culture. So, this podcast is about where we learn about different types of culture and we talk about their lifestyle, food, um, music, whatever is in their culture that we may not know or you may not know. Um, so we both pick a culture from this giant bowl of different stuff in there and we take a week to learn about it and then we come together to tell you what we learned about the culture. Let, let's talk about where we're from. So me, uh, I was born in Haiti. Uh, mo- majority of my family is like Haitian, uh, got Dominican mixed in there. Uh, I grew up in Miami, Florida and now I'm just in Kentucky, in good old Kentucky, but my background mainly is a Caribbean Haitian culture. What about you, Sarah? Well, I am from Nigeria, born and raised until I was like 11, and then we moved to the United States, Kentucky, Louisville. Where? Um, Louisville! Ew. Who said that? Wasn't me. (laughs) Anyways, um... Yeah, so I'm from the African Nigerian background. Yeah. I've stayed in Kentucky my whole time here, so well, I haven't moved around. Since you're in Nigeria mm-hmm. until you were 11, what are the vast culture shops just from your hometown to coming, coming, coming in both and what your expectation of America was <laughs> and the reality that you found once you got here? Expectation. I mean, expectation of what America was was technically all expectation that Africans have. It was like the glad of opportunity, which it is, and everything is like beautiful. And, um, you know, the roads are nice. There's no like... The roads are not nice. <laughs> <laughs> not really. There's no like dirt everywhere. There's no... Um, oh, it's a clean city. I mean, it is, but like you can still find a little considering what dirt is like over anyways so like my um thought was like coming here you know I have like multiple friends people who want like want to know more about me and you know when they found out where I'm from it would be like that connection clicks and stuff like that which was uh not not what I expected to happen because honestly when they found out where I was from it was just it was just like oh I mean they said cool but like the change is What there. does that mean? Like, I don't yes, know. Yes, I know. No, I like, know what you mean. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, what does it mean when somebody's like, where are you from? And you tell them a foreign place and yeah. their first reaction is like, cool. It's like, you don't know shit about where I'm right. from. You don't know if it's cool right now. You don't know the current exactly. state. Exactly. You're saying cool because you wanted me to be from America and I'm not. So now you're and stuck. And then after they say that, it's more of like they try to be curious, but their curiosity is more of like an insult because the questions they ask. Ignorance Yeah, so. like it's so, the questions are so ignorant and it's like you, there's, you don't need to ask all that because I'm pretty sure you're educated well enough to know because everybody in Africa thinks American people are educated. I mean, they are, but like not as much as you think they are. I think then when we look at education, yeah. like a lot of different cultures are culturally educated, mm-hmm. and in America, pe- people here are educated through their curriculum, yeah. which excludes culture. So 
when we think of education, we think of, okay, you're knowing and accepting of what other cultures and what people do. But in reality, America sees education as numbers, knowing how to do a specific skill and whatnot, not actually the social side of education. That's true. And like, it's also one of the things is socializing. I've come to realize that Americans don't know how to socialize. Because, Ooh, elaborate on that. Um, in, in a lot of sense, like in Africa, well, Nigeria, where I'm from, like, honestly, when you meet new people, you instantly click. It's more of like, it, even though it's just because we're from the same background and same culture, that's not it. You just instantly click because, I don't know, it's more of like a love language where you make fun of each other, but it, you know it's not a, an insult. But like here, you have to be careful what you say because... It could to them it could be an insult or it may be something like you know cultural difference that they don't understand what you're trying to get so that was one of the things I had to learn and like in the way I approach people it's different now because I don't try to approach I try to read what they're doing before I approach because if I approach the way I know we approach it may not end up right so I just tend to be so people think I'm like an introvert but I'm not really that's fair that's yeah. fair uh, in America people do tend to be more aggressive where in other cultures and countries yeah it's the status quo that things are typically lighthearted. like unless you go to like one of those eastern european war ridden countries that had war majority of people's lives then you understand like why they are the way they are mm-hmm. but most places it's like uh are open to strangers and conversations yeah but in america it's like if you're not in that group with you're me, not then, yeah, you're automatically against me. Like, yeah. Everything I got, to, I got to take everything you say as combative, which shouldn't always be the case. Yeah. Another culture shock for me was the uh, respect, in a sense of like elders and children. It's more of everybody's a friend. I mean, there's still certain levels where you get to be friends with your elders, yeah. but it's kind of like it's like both elders and children or teenagers are at the same stat- status, which is kind of weird because in Nigeria, like. Of course, elders are up there, and you know, kids are trying to grow to get there, but it's not as easy because there's some things that I would say to a teacher in Nigeria that I wouldn't say here, and there's some things that I would say I, I wouldn't say to a, a American um, to a Nigerian teacher that I would say to an American teacher, and I had to learn that because there was the one big thing for me was looking in someone's eyes because in Nigeria you're not supposed to look to an other's eyes. You're this not, is quite challenging. Yeah, because you're you're telling them that yeah I know what you're saying just keep telling me but so like at one point my teacher was like why aren't you looking at me because I need to know you're you're understanding what I'm saying and I'm like I understand but I can't just look at your eyes because that's disrespectful so I had to learn to like you know look at people's eyes because they may think I'm lying or I'm not listening or all that stuff and it's like not really I feel bad with that because my dad sometimes he would like I mean like it, it got easier now because back then when I look at his eyes he'd be like why are you looking at me like that I am talking to you you're not supposed to look at me so I'm like ah, I just came from I just came from school like a teacher was telling me look at me when I'm talking to you now you're telling me nothing. like I don't know so that yeah so I had to like learn to balance that out and like change my perspective of like outside world like America then when I come in like I have this African shelter like I have to do this as an African I'm not more an American but like when I'm outside my household I am African American so like you know the coast yeah 
which is kind of it's still difficult to now because sometimes you have to learn when you're like talking to your parents and you're like <laughs> you're like oh I can't say that you're not you know yeah I I understand the majority of it mm-hmm. but it's like you came here half of your life ago so, yeah. so you spent half of your life thus far in Nigeria and the other half here so you have more of a comparison all I have for the most part is my household yeah. and how family conducts them conducts themselves around in memories from my childhood right. to like draw those lines of like this is the difference here compared to how Americans do it and whatnot but the cultural difference like the signs of respects are drastically a little bit more different just because we're we're like told don't talk when somebody's talking, yada, yada, yada. And America's like, no, we want to hear your opinion. opinion yeah. Even if we don't agree with it, like, that shows that you're engaged. Yeah. So, it's very interesting. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why I chose to do this podcast. Because, like, <clears throat> I'm very interested, like, throughout this past week, especially during the quarantine, I've noticed that I've been really interested in, like, different cultures and, like, learning their, um, you know, their differences and their similarities. Because I feel like... There's so many similarities in different cultures, and there's so many differences in different cultures, which is, I mean, obviously. But there's there's this thing that people don't really see the similarities in different cultures. We tend to see the differences, and I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, because culture, like, it's a diverse culture, but also it's like, you know, like, it's a diverse culture, but we have that similarities in each culture, if you understand what I'm saying. I get you. Yeah. So... That's mainly why I wanted to do this podcast. So, what country did you? I chose. Well, I picked Cameroon. What did you pick? I got Comoros. 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 Is that like a? It's so so. I got Comoros. Like that's what was written yeah. on paper. But it's Comoros Islands, a group of islands, mm. um, located in the Indian Ocean, which is just like should be African Ocean, but. Oh, that's yeah. the conversation, but um, <laughs> it's weirdly interesting. Okay. Uh, I say weirdly interesting because it's a small group of islands located between the borders of East Africa mm-hmm. and Madagascar. <laughs> oh, nice. So it's like you got Madagascar, East Africa, and you have these little chunks that either fell off of Madagascar as Madagascar separated from the mainland or just also just separated from the mainland years years ago I'm, I'm not great at the whole time history thing right. but just just very interesting but it's even though you would think by definition you're like oh that island's definitely from africa yeah but it's like ran by the french <laughs> which throws me off i have a disdain for the french mm-hmm. uh, i'm haitian it's in my blood right. literally right but I just find that awkward. <laughs> yeah. Awkward a lot. This uh, camera was also read by French and Germany before they got, like, you know, they fought back and whatever, whatever. So, I mean, most of their uh, their national uh, in language is English and French, but they have more, you know, more language, 250 languages. But, you know, generally they speak French and English. See, I think in so. Com- Comoros, they, they speak... Pomeranian, mm-hmm. French, and Arabic, which, which is very interesting because right. I guess throughout their history they had the French come, they had uh, Portuguese, 
Portuguese people come and Arabics come. So it's like that group of island, depending on what them. island you are, it could be vastly different. Right. But then ultimately, like, it's considered French territory, which, yeah, that's the French took over a lot of things. Yeah, French. Okay. That should be another topic for another time. Um, uh, how do you say, do you, do you know how to say good morning in their language? Like, did you? Well, since one of their, like, since they have three yeah. main spoken languages and they're in French territory, I kind of speak French. Right. So I kind of say it. I don't know how to say right. Pomeranian. Yeah. It almost sounds like Pomeranian, which is a dog, so it makes me uncomfortable yeah. calling a, another country a dog. Right. <laughs> So I'll just say Comorosa <laughs> from from now on. But the French side, I get. I don't know how to say it in their native yeah. language. What right. about you? Um, they have it in French, but I'm pretty sure it's in Cameroon. Cameroonian. I don't know if I said that right. That's still mine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's I don't know if I said it, if I'm saying this right. But bonsoir. That's bon, how, bonsoir. Yeah, that's how they say it. like good morning. Bonsoir. And then you got bonne nuit, which yeah. is good night. Bon journée. It's I like journée is like afternoon ish. Yeah. I think we knew more than one language. I was thinking Spanish when you said that Buenos Aires, but never mind. That's Buenos Aires. Yeah. Um, I learned about their flag. Well, I didn't really get into it, but I just their flag colors is green, red, and yellow, and it has a little star. What is the star word? I did not look into that. I should have looked into that. I'm Something just, in my mind was telling me to be should look into that, but you know. I think the vast difference between our our uh, countries, well, it's more of a territory mm -hmm. that we have is mines is still controlled by the French. Oh really? You said yours fought for their independence. Yeah, they got their independence in like nineteen nineteen sixty. I think they became an official French territory in 1974. Oh, wow. So, I find I find that so interesting. Yeah. It's because it's like, how do you fight for something that you should innately have? Right. But then I understand the concept, like, if you're never in bondage, do you really know what freedom is? Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't know. I understand both concepts, but it's like, really interesting when you hear countries are fighting for their freedom yeah and then you're just like hold on but then you look at the structure of that country like were you not always free right so you're just changing leadership but then it's just very complicated and there's a lot of nuance that needs to be in those conversations but like Comoros just had constant invaders coming throughout the years yeah. Portugal French uh, people that are Arabic just kept coming to the islands and they're like oh my country that I chose is Cameroon and um, the capital of Cameroon is Yahunde I hope I pronounce yeah. um, it is the central African country it's like well the neighbor country is my where I'm from Nigeria so it's like really like if you're looking at the African map, it's like right there at the tip, but like it goes, yeah, that don't matter. Yeah, anyways, 
The official language, like I said, is French and English, but they speak up to like 250 languages. Um, Cameroon is often known as African miniature. I don't know why they said that. I should have looked more into it, but I didn't. Um, is there anything you want to say about your country before I keep going? I'm kind of disappointed that we got like two countries that are like French influence. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to learn new things. Yeah. But it's hard to learn new things when you know about the French. <laughs> Ain't nothing new about the French. I mean, I don't really know much about the French. Anyways, um, there's different kinds of foods in Cameroon. As different kinds of foods in every culture. But the national dish, like the number one Ooh. national dish, I hope I pronounced this right, Ndele. I don't know, but it's, it's spelled N. D O L E with the I the E has an hyphen on it. And how do you think that was song? Hmm? She wasn't even listening. You're supposed to listen. You're supposed to be like our guide. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, you're right. Any, anyways, um, and is consists of stewed nuts with bitter leaf, with mixed with fish or beef, anyhow you want to make it. That sounds really good. I feel like I could try it. We're gonna cook at some point in this. At, at some I don't know point. what episode we're gonna cook. At some point. I'm just fearful that my kitchen's gonna get burned down. <laughs> and I think this is a. Is there any type of food, national dish in here? I have a huge bias against the French. So. You just, you just. Yeah, that turned me off. <laughs> turned me off. <laughs> I, I, I just think uh, a lot of the foods okay. I would. If I had to do an unfair assessment mm-hmm. based on my biases, I think it's a lot of bread base, mm-hmm. um, low seasoning. But you said they were like they had French Arabic. But I think so. So we, so like I said, it's very interesting. Yeah. Depending on which island you are. Yeah. Uh, on that, the influence will be there. Um, the local influence isn't as high. Mm-hmm. Because it is a French territory, so that means it's a high tourist spot. Okay. Like I think there's about three or four islands, and the total population is about a little bit over a million. So that's a lot of people for those size islands. But I think uh, they have a lot of tourists come through. So I, I would believe most of the dishes that they serve are more well-known dishes, especially in the French Empire. Yeah, I feel like they may have, like, some kind of mixed, you know, like, mixed with their local whatever. Yeah, I think the most interesting part about them is the Arabic aspect, Uh um, because that's just a rich culture in itself. Mm -hmm. So, just, like, thinking, like, there's a good enough influence on, in that, in those chain of islands that Arabic is one of the most spoke uh, languages. English was not even listed in the top three. So that I find that very interesting. interesting yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about in the country that found that you find interesting, except from like French or anything? Um, I was looking at the animal population okay. that they have. Um, I'm surprised with a million people living in small islands that they still have a large amount of like indigenous, indigenous, indigenous. That's the mm, indigenous. Oh, I, put, no. I think you said it right. Indigenous? Yeah, there we go. 
<laughs> but they have a lot of animals that were just always there and yeah. um not to say that they're protected by the government but mm-hmm. like they're still thriving okay. um and there's still animals that are just unique yeah um in the way they're either shape or uh their colors color schemes or even the way uh they survive is unique just to that local area mm-hmm. which i find always interesting being able to like keep that aspect of wildlife especially on an island since i'm from an island it's yeah. like you only have so much square footage <laughs> and uh they, i think that's a that shows like the people that live there take care they're of the, the land country, yeah. and whatnot and they're not constantly destroying it right which is rare for french people <laughs> not destroy things but i digress <laughs> anyway the interesting part about Cameroon is, um, well, they, they're the most far, fertile, is that, how do you say it? Fertile, fertile yeah. Fertile land in the world, as they say. Um, what makes the land so fertile? I should have looked into that. I know the islands, uh, the Comoros I mean, islands. like, it, it get like, it's, for what I know, it rains almost, like, every day in there. They call okay. it the wettest part of Africa. The... Yeah, the rain, the rain capacity they get is a lot. The Comoros Islands, like they're tropical, but yeah. they also uh, are volcanic. So that because of the volcano, the islands themselves are constantly producing, and they're very fertile as well. Mm. So, but then constant rain can really again, it's when, especially when people think of Africa and like places in Africa, yeah. they see they think of a savanna desert. or a desert. Africa yeah. got huge rainforests right. too, <laughs> but people don't. That's just ignorance on what you yeah. see on TV. But True. so that's beautiful right there. <laughs> They're also known. Cameroons are also known for like coffee, cotton, and um, cocoa. So cocoa, really, yeah, as in cocoa butter. I think so. They just said cocoa. What? That's team. What's cocoa? So it's like cocoa butter, cocoa like. Can you look it up for us? Cocoa. You'd be like our official like look up, verify. <laughs> but like yeah, so like you know most of the coffees that y'all drink or come from cocoa. Cocoa. Yeah, that's how you say. It. Okay, what is that's? That's the, how you oh, say. Oh, that's it. isn't that the yeah. chocolate plant? The plant that gives you chocolate. Yeah. yeah. It's coffee. Oh, coffee or okay. chocolate. I love getting this information in real time. <laughs> I, I, there's like a cocoa plant. Yeah. Is it coffee or chocolate? I'm pretty sure it's chocolate because they already have coffee. Yeah. So it'll yeah, be I chocolate. Think it's chocolate because there's coffee beans. Call me a genius. <laughs> I knew this. Charlie, Cha- Charlie and the chocolate factory did not fail me <laughs> at all. <laughs> Look where I get the knowledge from. Um, that sh- I don't even remember watching that show. I watched it for like a very long time. They were playing it on TV a couple weeks ago and I watched it. It was so good. And I enjoyed it. It was weird, like watching it. That's what I love about it. <laughs> it reminds me of Destiny. At this point, it's freaking strange because this is not even paying attention. Moving on. She, she hears me. She just doesn't want to smile. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. I, I played myself. Well, there are things like, I, like I said, we're gonna learn about like 
like dress styles like maybe not lifestyle because you can't really go into I mean you can but like googling it is not the right way of like knowing someone's lifestyle in another country I feel like yeah, letting really yeah yourself from yeah letting people search. right let, letting people who are from there you know tell you is better so I was like well I may just talk about like the clothes that they wear and like the native clothes that they wear and like um what else and the food and I mean there's different kinds of food there I just have like some of the popular ones and it's kind of hard to pronounce because I don't want to mess it up well, I'm listening I'm in, I'm in for this okay so <laughs> the first one is corn shaft corn shaft yeah like the, the shaft c-h-a-f-f taff shaft it's a t-h c c oh C H A F. Chat. There's no T though. C H A. Double F. Chafe. No, there's no, that's not chafe. Okay, chaff. I'm going with it. Right. I'm doing it. <laughs> I mean, if if they hear it, please. But what is that exactly besides corn? Um, they didn't really say. They just wrote it. So, um, yeah, like I was gonna like look it up, but it was just. But they had the pictures, so it had corn and other stuff in it. Looked good. The next one is Sangha. 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 I'm trying to use my African accent to like pronounce it. You need to use the accent. It and then we have Kwakoko. Kwakoko. Yeah, Kwakoko. That sounds good. What is it? I don't know. Is that coconut in it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's, it sounds like a food that you eat with your hand. You know, those solid I'm hand with soup. it. Yeah. I'm with it. We have the ouchu soup with uh, the chulet soup. and DG. I think that's what they call it. Are those add-ons to the soup? Or is it just always come with soup? I think it comes with a soup. Soup? Yeah. Okay. Probably. And then we have... Uh, I cannot pronounce this. I believe Bongo... Mbongo Tuchubi. I think that's Obi, so. Yeah. Is it ch? Do we. T is silent? Is it. That's Mbongo Chobi? I don't know if it's like the T has a um sound with it. I don't know if the T is silent either. Yeah. But Mbongo Chobi? Yeah. I, can't say we, I, I was trying to like find like places where you hear the pronunciation, but they didn't have it, so I was just like, okay, I might as well just write it. Language is fake, anyways. <laughs> you know, I read the vibes, the energy. I mean, the like, they language. have 250 <laughs> languages, so I'm pretty sure that is not like the French side. That's probably one of the local. Thank God it's not the French side. <laughs> French make great things. I love croissants. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing, the croissants. I like their languages though. I like the long bread. What's the long bread called? The 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 bag baggin bag baguette baguette baguette. Oh ho ho with the baguette, monsieur. You see, I like it. I like French languages. I just like the way it sounds. I hate it. It's bougie. Sorry, it is bougie. You know, you said je m'appelle. Okay. Je m'appelle. My name. That's the only thing. Je m'appelle Bilan Ben. Considering the fact that I had to learn French. See that Tron after my last name? Not Beton. 
Bertrand. Bertrand. See that? Oh. that uh, okay. Anyways. Digressing. <laughs> We're digressing. They're known for their football team. And when I mean football, I mean soccer, not uh, the F U T ball, not F O double F double O ball. Yeah, what he said. And I think the 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 team name is called the Indomitable Lions. Indomitable Lions. Fourth one. Yeah. Um. What else do I have? The clothes. We're moving to the clothes. Is there anything that I had about your culture approval? I think mine's more of a touristy place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much culture the French have. Mm-hmm. But the Arabic side, um I think I think the population of the island, uh I think the main island, uh I can't recall what the main island name is, uh but the main island hosts the majority of the population. Um, which is a little bit over 830,000 people. Mm-hmm. So that's bigger than Louisville, just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is, that's a lot of people. So it's like, no matter how much I've been shitting on the French, mm-hmm. like that is a melting pot of an area if nobody recognized English as a mostly spoken language. Unless you know other cultures go there and they cultivate and actually make things happen there, even though it's a touristy spot. This is not a TikTok. <laughs> I saw what you did. <laughs> renegade, renegade. That's all I was thinking of. Ooh, Frank Cash showed me when I hit the lottery. Okay. <laughs> but I think that that's a good. That's the vibe I received when I like looked up information about okay. the islands. Is that uh majority lived on one island mm-hmm. and like that island has to be a melting pot because you have people from all around the world that live there or at least state claimed there before it became an official French territory so I think it's just really cool that those people stayed and that right. island is what it is now. I learned a little bit about the issue but I didn't write it down I had it in my phone um, so like they went their independence in 1960 but the way they did it was, they didn't really get it like that because they had to like, you know, fight up the French and then fight up the Germans. And um, one of the one of the um, local tribes, I can't remember their name because I had it in my head. They um, they were like uh, the resistant ones, so they fought for them. I think that's why they celebrate. There's one group they celebrate for like holidays and festival. And it is called the Nyam Nyam Fest Nyam Nyam Festival. The Yum Yum Festival. Nyam 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 I don't know how to pronounce it. I think you said it right. No, this, that's the area. Oh. I'm talking about the city name. Nahundara. I'm trying to pronounce, but I don't I'm know. I'm not going to try it. No, it, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, that's where they held the commemorates. Commemorates. I don't know if I said that right. Commemorate? Yes. That word. Come on, I'm here. The resistance movements of the Nyam Nyam 
people against the Germans. So, um, the German control, which is kind of interesting because, like, the Germans control it. Okay. I don't want to get into that because, you know. Deeper and darker. Yeah. Because, you know, the neighbor country of Cameroon is Nigeria. I, I don't think that's quite interesting because we're, like, really, really close. I know some people were from Cameroon back in Nigeria, so like that to me is like, oh wow, the Germans and they didn't come to us thankfully. But anyway, so we're I'm gonna talk about their clothing. So we have the kaba, which is one piece, free flowing female clothing. It's a garment, so it's like one garment. Sundress. Yeah. Yes. I'm right. I like it. I didn't know you were going to agree with me. <laughs> a bow bow. Um, I think that's how you say it. Bow bow. Bow bow. Free flowing male garment consisting of four clothing under. So you have different like layers on the clothing. And these garments are going all the way down to ankles. I, I yes, assume. Okay. I assume too. Because the pictures that I saw, yeah, if I remember correctly. Um, then you have foulard. I feel like it's foulard, not foulard, but at the same time. It's a hat worn by an elderly woman. And then we have the the penguins or surrounds. It's a, a rapa. <laughs> AKA rapa. For those Yoruba or hey. African people that understand what rapa is. A rapa? No. Rapa? No, not the same thing. I don't know if that's the same thing, but it's like a blouse. For for a uh, female tradition, Rapa. yeah, a rapa blouse. A rapa blouse. Yeah, and then we have gaunt. It's worn both by female and uh, uh, female and male for their traditional uh, Cameroonian heritage. And then I think we have the chicha, <laughs> chicha, I don't know how to say that. Traditional. Cameroonian hat. And then the last one that I have is Gondura. It's a Cameroonian male custom attire. Yeah. I wish we had pictures so we can show it. They were really pretty though. We'll see um, and then we have the holidays and the festivals. The one that I, that really like I'm really interested in is the um the culture week and the African Theater Festival. Well, the culture we, and the music, the African music market. The African music market is where people like come together um, all over the world. Not, yeah, the world and the nation. It is held every two years in the capital uh, Cameroon, which is Yaoundé. Um, that's where people like musicians <clears throat> come together and people from different places come to learn. There's workshops, there's like trade, you can trade, you know, how that thing works. And then you can learn about different instrument and like music and stuff. And the African, um, okay, the African, <laughs> the African uh, theater, I think it's a children's theater. It's basically for children and young teenagers. And this is mainly, it says it's mainly popular around the world. Uh, so people come, you know, learn from like, uh, professional uh, actors, actresses, they learn about like, you know, how to be successful actor, you know, workshop and all that. 
and you know I'm very interested I'm interested in acting so that was kind of like I've never heard of that before you know why did my mom you know talk about that but anyway since it's like nationwide and stuff like that you know um, and then you have the culture week which they observe different cultures and um, I think this happens in August or September there's wrestling matches, there's sports, and then traditional games involved, and traditional um, games and like sacred masks for their culture, and then you have time where they come together to talk about, like tell stories and all that stuff, which seems very interesting. And then I talk about the Nyam Nyam Festival, about like how they celebrate the, the resistance group that, you know, fought off the Germans. I think I'm looking forward to our next countries as well. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do a live air draw? We can. <laughs> Let's do it. That's Steve. I need you. I need, actually, I need your hand. Um, no. I just need you to hold something. What? The ball? Yeah, you're so negative. Stop I, I just need you to put your hand out and hold it, and then we're going to pick our new countries. Like, I know you don't want to fully be in camera, so I'm up. I got it's just your arm. Just your arm. <laughs> just your arm. Stop. I'm not. I'm not I know You're you not wanna, in it. Yeah. Relax. You who want to pick first? Me or you? I have to pick first. I hate this girl. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Okay, I got it. Thank you for your cooperation. Thank you. All right. All right. So you go first, because I went first last time. Yes, ma'am. I have my next place will be. Oh. Oh, oh, <laughs> so I had Camaroso, Com I already forgot what I had. All I know is she spelt it wrong. And I was like, I don't know what this place is. Yeah, I was confused too, but I saw it, I was like, I don't know. I have never heard this place either. Maya, that M-Q-S-R-R. See, she writes, she's the one that wrote these down. <laughs> and she can't read her own handwriting. Let's see, let's see. What is going on? That's a, I think that's a Q and an R. Yeah, that's what I was like. It's a Q, R, Q, S. No, like, it's an R. So how would I pronounce that? Meyer. How would you pronounce this? I don't think she pronounced it. Can you, can you Google the enunciation for me, please? I have Israel. You have what? Israel. 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 Oh, Israel. 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 <laughs> I'm dying. I was so confused. I'm Israel. How are you Israel. getting places that people know? And I'm, I'm dumb. <laughs> and I'm getting places I've never heard of before. That's, see, that's the point. I hate it here. I think it's stuff recording. Because I, I don't see the... Yeah, it probably did. Yeah. Yep. At least we know. At least, at least we're done. 